welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Ray Myers. I am joined by everyone's favorite conservative, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Coleman, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me back. Yeah, no, people, I'm not sure if I told you this. No. People love our episodes. Really? They really like our episodes. Oh, here I thought, Or they hate our episodes. I'll say, I thought I pissed people off. Yes, that's exactly right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> right. Um, which is, I mean, people hate watch stuff and hate listen to stuff. So they do. You are you are you are a good get for me. Oh, good. I'm what not... I need to do is get you and Doctor Strine in here at one time, <laughs> so you both can defend Brett Kavanaugh, uh, and then everybody's like, "I'll fucking kill you, Terrain, if you bring them back on." <laughs> but you know what? They're going to keep listening. They yeah. Well, they have to. They're my friends. If they yeah. don't, I'll cry. Exactly. We hit a thousand listens not too long ago. Yeah. Not not us specifically, but no. the podcast itself. What? You're like, I don't care about the podcast. No, I don't, I don't care about that. No, that's stupid. Why the fuck are you telling me this? No, I, I want our numbers. I our agree. Numbers. Our numbers are good. We got some good numbers. Um, we got the best numbers. They're the best. Uh, phenomenal numbers because we have the best people. And I'm sorry, I'm just doing a dumb impression of some idiot I know. Uh, so <laughs> let's start with let's start at the top. Um, so we did. Pa- uh, bill was passed um, by. Both houses of government, the uh, both bran- sorry, <laughs> both branches of the legislature, um, House and Senate. It was passed to avoid a government shutdown. It involved um, now Donald Trump asked for about five billion ish for um, wall funding. It included about one point so, uh, 1. something, 6, I think. Yeah, billion ish um, for uh, border security uh, with no wall funding. There was no funding for a wall in the bill. Um, it was signed by the president. Um, so disaster averted. We we somehow <laughs> we avoided a government shutdown. That honestly, I was like, "Well, here we go. Strap in. Here it fucking comes." Was ready for it to happen again. Yeah, and I, I thought it was because I had said this in the last one um, that we <laughs> he had the State of the Union where he claimed that the State of the Union is strong, and it's like it's weird when you know like the owner of a of the owner of a business is like, "Man, our business is doing great." Ten days before it runs out of uh, before it has to shut down for a while. Yeah. So they did get that. They we did get that through. Um. So. This could have been done a while ago, right? Should have been done a while. It ago. should have been done a while ago. This could have been done. There was actually already a bill that most agreed with that would have done the same thing. Only the government wouldn't have been shut down for like a month. Yeah, there were some. I think, <coughs> I think there were some financial details in that that um, the Republicans weren't happy with, and I, I think the Democrats budged a little bit on that. Not not a whole lot, but enough that the Republicans are like. Yeah, we probably shouldn't shut down again because this would be really stupid for us to do. Well, I think the sticking point for Democrats was we're not going to... Like, the, the whole reason the government was shut down is because the president said, we I want money for this wall. Correct. I guess he, what, he forgot what Mexico was because I remember distinctly him continuously telling us that Mexico, Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Yeah. I didn't know that Mexico was code for the United States taxpayer, but whatever. So... He said, um, I am going to, uh, he, in a, in a room with cameras, he said out loud, I will own this shutdown because I will shut down the government so that we can get a wall. Then the government shut down. Then he said it was the Democrats fault. Uh, not sure how he worked that through, but logic isn't his strong suit. So he, uh, did that. Um, they, we wanted to pass a bill where there was no wall funding. We did give some, we would give some money for border security, but there's no wall funding. And 
just open the government and then discuss this border issue. Um, so he instead had us in a shutdown for the longest <laughs> shutdown in the, in the history of the government. A little over a month. And then, and then signed a bill that would have done the same thing that we would have done if he didn't shut down the goddamn government in the first place. I, I think the whole thing kind of just backfired. Yeah. You know, I think the point that, you know, President Trump and a lot of Republicans were trying to go for is, okay, we're going to shut down this government. We're going to stand tall. We're going to stand our ground. And we're going to show everyone it's the Democrats' fault. So then they're going to give in. And when, you know, we came to the end and President Trump's like, okay, enough of this shit. We need to reopen. We'll figure this out later. Uh-uh. Now, and, I'm going to... Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. I have to challenge you right there. He okay. didn't think that. Republicans in the Senate and Republicans in the House thought that. He did not think that. Okay. I retract my statement. <laughs> when somebody in the government said, oh yeah, my God. fuck this. The eye roll was so big. <laughs> when someone in the government said, fuck this, we need to reopen. And they did. I believe that their expectations were, okay, we showed them we're not messing around now. Now they're going to work with us. They're going to play ball with us. And then Democrats are like, eh, no. No. Still not happening. Can, <laughs> I think I think the uh, the opposition was like, well, shit. I have a question. Okay. So the president was um, elected back in 2016. Correct. He took office in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a majority in the House and the Senate up until, like, what? Honestly, like a month or so ago, About right? that, yeah. Why did he wait until then to have this fight? I have been I've been trying to figure that out. <laughs> he is, like he had everything. He literally it's like, all right, I got the gun and I got all the bullets. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'll, sit on it. I'm gonna sit on this gun for a while. I'm gonna then, I'm gonna keep it warm. You know what? Let's give them the bullets and see what happens. Like, what do you do? Like, like if you wanted this, he could have had this. Also, the Democrats had already said, you know what, because we had, we, when the, there was a deal, like, that we were trying to make for, uh, for DACA recipients, um, and that we were trying to make sure that they were able to stay in the country, so we, what, we were like, okay, we'll give you X amount of money for, for wall funding. We were going to give him wall funding, because we had no majority, so we're like, all right, let's, let's at least negotiate something so we can save these kids. And he didn't take that. Uh, yeah. He could have had money for a wall. <laughs> My my thoughts around that, and I could be way off. This is just a, a crazy little hypothesis I have. He had a suspicion that no matter what, he would not be able to obtain the funding he wanted. Even with the majority. There's no way he'd get as right. much as he wanted. Right. So by waiting, he can pin it on... Lessens the blow. Correct. I see what he, you're saying. He can say, okay, this is obviously the Democrats' fault. Right. We can't get all this, so it's not on right. me. It's we only on got this much money because the Democrats wouldn't let us get more money. Correct. I think that that is very smart and very brilliant. I think that would be a very good tactical move, which is why I don't think the president did that. Because he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not that good. I honestly, he's not that good. When it, comes to, when it comes to media matters, I think the president is actually pretty good. Where... He knows I can get away with saying like a bunch of stuff, and if I just keep throwing a flurry of it's like it's like I threw a flurry of haymakers at them, and they're not sure which one to go at first. So I I think I can get away with this. When it comes to actual like legislative um, strategy, I don't think he has that in him to figure that stuff out, and I don't think he 
I don't think he surrounds himself with people who know See, what the fuck's going on either. This is where I, I do have to disagree with you. I think this is... What? I, you don't disagree I on this podcast. Get out. You. Sorry. I'm not, Get out. I'm not leaving. No. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I, I truly believe this was... And again, like I said, this is just a crazy little hypothesis. It's not I have, crazy. But I, to me, that makes the most sense. I truly believe that that is just a strong business sense to do. Is it's very it is I, I agree on the on the terms of what you're talking about, knowing that you're not gonna get the funding that you wanna get, so waiting until I mean, did he know he was gonna lose the, the midterms? No, but um the president no let's let's look at it logically. The party in power sorry, the party in the White House usually loses, loses. seats. Absolutely. So Everyone he, knew he wasn't going to have the majority. So he he may have known that uh, someone there may have known that okay uh, we're not going to have we're not going to have so so what we'll do is we'll wait until now and they will give us some money because they're not going to want to shut the government down because they know we're going to pin it on them if we do um, and the Democrats are kind of just like wet napkins they'll just fold they'll do whatever and we can we can get this wall funding and we'll get some we'll, we'll get say that we, we need to right. I think that's tactically good. I honestly, I just believe that that's what was going on. That, that would he be was, so smart. That he was rolling the dice saying, we're probably not going to have this, so let's have a scapegoat to pin this on. Mm. And if for some crazy miracle we ended up winning you know, the midterms, it's okay. I still have majority. I might as well go for this now. Mm. you know. Plus, is this going towards when people are starting to talk about 2020 – foreshadowing um people are going to start talking about this so let's throw that we made the wall happen right, right. there it, it's also starting the platform for the next election well what he sort of so so what it was like a hail mary play i, I think he's so. like he's like all right i'm gonna toss this ball down the field and what seemed to have happened was he threw an interception and they returned it for a touchdown because everybody uh, poll-wise, if you look at polls, people said, yes, this is the president's fault. The president and the Republicans did this. Um, they wanted the government open. There were strikes <laughs> that yeah. were from workers who had to work and didn't get paid for it. There were people who uh, like had to go to work and received um, pay stubs of zero dollars. Yep. Uh, there were people who just kept calling in sick because they're not fucking getting paid for working. So if that's the case, I'd do the same goddamn thing. Um... Optically, it didn't work for the president. So I know quite a few individuals who work for the prison system yeah. that received those zeros on their paychecks, and they could not call in sick Yeah, because, well... Essential personnel. You yeah, yeah. The, right. the prisoners needed tending to. Mm -hmm. yep. you know, so yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was a shitty situation. It was a very shitty situation. And, a, and it, the, the worst part is it's a shitty, avoidable situation. It went on entirely too long. Right. It's like... At what point, like, it doesn't, it takes a week, two weeks tops before you go, yeah, they're not actually going to crack, and I'm not getting what I want, and people don't like what I did. Maybe I, and uh, Katrina had a theory that he did it because he wanted to do the State of the Union. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, when, when Nancy Pelosi said, no, you don't get to do the State of the Union until the government's open again, surprisingly enough, it, not it, too long later, the government opened again. He got to do the State of the Union. I don't think that's a bad theory. <laughs> He's like, wait, you're going to take the TV people away? The TV people don't get to see me in my face? They don't get to hear all the great words? The b I, I could say bigly in the speech like four times, guys, I swear. And 
they're like, oh, he's like, okay, we'll, we'll open it up so I can do this. And then there was a negotiation and both sides went, okay, this guy's fucking crazy. Can we just get this back open? Yeah. <laughs> Could you give us something for border security? Honestly, you need to put in there that there's no wall funding. We don't care. We want the government open. We are also running in 2020 and we don't want to lose because of this buffoon. That's very close to what happened, I would say. I would say it's definitely not far fetched. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give that. I mean, it was a it was a tactful move that failed. It, I would agree with that. Worst case scenario, like best case scenario for him, he tried some strategy and it didn't work. Worst case scenario, he didn't think of anything besides me want wall, me get wall, and he didn't get wall. It, this was the Philly special with Tom Brady. This was the, oh, God damn it. I didn't... Oh, God damn it. See... That's what this was. It was a trick play that oh, just got dropped. Damn it! <laughs> oh, I didn't think Philly special was ever going to get mentioned in this fucking podcast. You're welcome. And I hate Philadelphia. Me too. That was good, though. That was really yeah. good. Oh, man. I'm actually just mesmerized by how good that was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, so the president um, didn't get wall funding in Correct. the shutdown bill. Correct. So naturally, he went, okay, we'll try to figure out another way to get it. Uh, maybe we'll propose other legislation. Uh, maybe we'll talk about I'm kidding. He declared a national state of, state of national emergency. I'm pretty sure this was being planned by week two of the <laughs> government shutdown. They were like, yeah, we're not getting it. I mean, he said, so, this, he said this before, and honestly, I blame whatever reporter said, hey... Are you going to declare a state of emergency so you can get this wall funding? Because honestly, I think the first time he got that question, he went, I can do that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoa. Holy shit, guys. Seriously? They, they'll, they'll just let you do it. They'll just let you do it. So um, he declared a state of national emergency um, in order to divert funds from, I believe, defense. From uh, military construction is a, ma- is a majority of where right. it's coming from. Right. The Pentagon hasn't agreed to how much they want to give, but sources are saying that the Pentagon's just going to give whatever they say they need, whatever they're told they need to give. Right. Whatever the president says. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this isn't a good idea <laughs> because you are going to have a bunch of 2020 Democrats running an ad saying you took money from from the military to fund your dumbass border wall that's not necessary. Yeah. He's opening himself up to this easy he attack. Is. This is a really easy attack. I this episode is is unner- unnerving for me cuz you kind of keep agreeing with me. And I don't like <laughs> I'm just setting you up. You're just like, just "Yeah, you, you know what? Fight. This is actually exactly right." <laughs> he is doing that. I mean, he, he said he's setting himself up. First of all, usually with emergencies, they are uh there's an imminent threat, and you need to face that emergency right now. Um, I don't know a lot of emergencies that you mull over for years deciding whether or not it's an emergency. And then when you don't get the thing that you want at one time, you're like, I guess this is a fucking emergency. I mean, like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, Obama declared, what, six state of emergencies? I'm not sure specifically. It's... It, it's it was a lot more than recent presidents. How um, his, how many did he do to stop a problem that isn't actually a problem? Will you just let me finish it? What I'm saying, <laughs> um, and I don't necessarily disagree with his um, declaration of emergencies. You know, a lot of them 
There was one for the, the what, the H1N1, the virus that went around the swine flu. Bur- yeah, swine. Yeah. 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 So he, yeah, not bird flu. Not swine bird flu. flu. That's AIDS. Yeah. yeah. It's swine. Swine. <laughs> swine. swine flu. I'm, look, I get my, I get my pandemic virus. <laughs> um, he declared one for that. Uh, and then there was another one he declared in somewhere, somewhere with the tornadoes on the southeast. Uh, I want to say Georgia, but I could be off on that. But he, anyways, there was a, a string of tornadoes in 20, I don't quite remember, 2013? That's fine. 20, Look, anyways, this, so there was two two declarations he made that were in the United States as a, an emergency that needed funding. And I think each one of those lasted a month or under mm-hmm. of funding, um, re, of funding reallocation. Okay. And then the rest of them were for foreign aid. And in years past, they were almost always for foreign, foreign aid. aid. Um I don't always disagree with some of the foreign aid ones. I think some of it is being declared national emergency to secure financial interests. Yeah, you know, it's. I not, agree. Yeah, it, that that's typically the what US it's does for. Does that <laughs> a lot? A yeah. lot. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's not so much a social justice emergency. Mm-hmm. Now, in this sense, instance. I've heard two different versions from Trump, President Trump, on um, declaring the emergency. One, well, which one do you think is real? <laughs> the, the bo- both. Which, which in this choose your own adventure presidency <laughs> do you think is real? Bo- both were based on the the southern border, right? So one of which, you know, I heard him, you know, make a declaration of drugs being smuggled in, of gangs coming in, of right. violent criminals crossing the border, and don't get me wrong, our border is very, very lax in certain spots of it. MS thirteeners coming uh, by the truckload, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, the other <laughs> the other stuff that I've heard um, is more based on the economic strain is putting on the system in the southwest. I'm not entirely sure which one he's backing more. I've heard both at two different times, kind of depending on who's asking him the questions. Right. So, do I think that we have a very bad immigration system that greatly needs reformed, refunded, and restructured? Absolutely. Even President Obama said that in his 2014 um, address. He said, our immigration system is broken. It is. Everyone can agree on that That is factual. A wall is not going to fix that. No. I I would agree. (laughs) A wall will not fix our immigration system. Right. Do I think the wall will help in some aspects? Probably. How? Um, I think it's going to help. Just actually, the only the only side of it I think it will help is the rate of illegal immigration. Um, do does do I think that's where it, the focus needs to be? No, I don't think the focus needs to be on the family of four coming across illegally and you know living in a place and mm-hmm. then moving and then moving and moving and invading the judicial system that's just trying to get visas and and whatnot taken care of but it would technically limit that no it wouldn't i'm glad you said limit not stop (laughs) no not even limit no honestly no not even limit okay do you know where most illegal immigration illegal immigrants come from like do you know how most illegal immigrants get here please share they get here by plane they are people who uh, have visas to be in the country, and they overstay their visas. Oh, well, yeah. So for the most, the, the most of the illegal immigrants that are in the country are people who came by plane and overstay their visa. Uh, 
Illegal border crossings are actually down. Like that rapper. 21 Savage. Yes, there it is. 21 Savage came from fucking England. <laughs> and overstayed his visa, and then... <laughs> Seriously, though, what is this? Can I... Let's... let's, let's quit, I forgot about that. Let's quit talking about fucking 21 Savage for a fucking second. Okay. First of all, I've heard one song from 21 Savage. I do not like it. However, however, dude sounds like an Atlanta rapper. He does. <laughs> Every one of his songs is like based out of like living the life of a of an Atlanta rapper. And but he's never. I don't know. Like? I don't know the specifics of where he like. I know he's from. I know according to uh, reportedly he's from yeah. England. Get this fuck. Get this fucking guy a visa. What is this? Give, give him for, give him give him whatever he fucking wants. He's not doing anything besides rapping. What the fuck is their problem? That's that's the shit where you're like oh. People are getting rounded up for doing, for being here illegally. But what other crimes have they committed? Nothing. But why, then why doesn't he just go in and file citizenship? Or I don't, I don't, I don't know what specifically is going why, on in the 27 situation. These are great, majestic questions that we need answered. Why didn't he go in and renew his visa? That's, a, once again, very good question. I don't know, nor do I really, honestly, I don't have a problem with, with, with someone being here for any reason that's not crime that that isn't crime related like he's here just rapping and touring and we're like let's get this guy <laughs> like why fucking why I, why was why did you have to like st- stake out the fucking super bowl to get 21 savage why is that what our fucking policy is now all right and i swear to god if i find out the ti is french we're gonna fucking get him too. <laughs> that's 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 bonkers to me but i mean on a in this specific example no but on a fundamental level i i get it you know you want individuals to have visas you want the individuals that you know are currently in our country to be here legally here and to be held accountable to our responsibilities to our tax system you know we want to just Hold them accountable to what every other American is held accountable to. Illegal immigrants actually do. Uh, sorry, illegal immigrants actually do pay taxes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm no, just, okay. I'm just saying. Well, so I'm, that's I'm not saying, what I'm saying. Well, you said you want them to be. You want them to just be, be held, held responsible by our tax system. They are. No, said, they want, pay into our tax system. You missed the comma. I said ah. I want them to be held accountable. I want them to be involved in the tax, like they so are. on and so forth. Okay, well, I'm just saying one of those things. They are, and <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> but yes, the, not all of them. Fucking see and that. Like, Amazon paid nothing. Amazon made so much money and paid zero dollars in federal taxes. No one's saying, "Holy shit, that's weird about Amazon." A lot of people are saying, yeah, "Holy actually, shit, that's, that's, that's weird about actually, Amazon." That's actually, that's, that's, that's true. Don't that's try and play. Yeah, that. let me let me let me let me change what I just said because you're absolutely right. A lot of people are saying that's weird, and then a lot of a lot of conservatives are like, "No, that's just good business sense." D- Donald Trump, literally, when he was running for president, said, "Oh yeah, I don't pay a lot of taxes because I'm smart." No, 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 you're not. That's not, why is, it's celebrated when it's other people, but when it's people that we think are leeching off the system, it is no longer celebrated, it is now demagogued. And that shouldn't be the case. It should not be the case. <laughs> Listen. We, we, we had a little small banter before this. Yeah. About the tax system. We're like, yeah, well, that's fucked too. I'm saying, if we're gonna, if it's okay for rich people to do it, it should be okay for poor people to do it. And it should be okay for undocumented people to do it because it can't be smart business sense for one for one group and um, government mooching for another. 
it can't. There can't be that. It has to be one or the other. And if we're all going to, if if we're going to do it for the most powerful, we're like, this is cool, then it's got to be cool for everybody. But let me go back to where we were before. Okay. Um, most uh, most illegal immigrants are here via... Um, visa. Visa. Overseeing. Visa. Overseeing visas. Yep. Um, the uh, illegal border crossing is actually down. Mm-hmm. It's been dropped. The rate has been dropping for years. Mm-hmm. So, it's not a fucking national emergency. Um, uh, most of the most of the um, illegal activity that happens happens at legal points of entry. Mm-hmm. And that's where and that's where most drugs are smuggled in. Those and those are policed places with some of some of which have walls. This isn't like a like that to me is like we're we're literally not we're not going by any sort of uh, logical standard. We're just saying, oh well, a big wall will stop everything. So let me ask you. Yes. How do we make a difference? What do you think would help? What do you think would help with the with our illegal immigration issue? What do you think would let's let's just stick to we were just talking about how um, drugs are. Typically trafficked trafficked through Traffic, yeah yeah through legal points of entry. So <coughs> let, let's just focus. Let's micromanage that okay. particular issue. And what are your thoughts? Rather than spending money on uh, rather than spending money on a wall, uh, I think we could uh, spend money on um, more technology at the border, where you have. I mean, I <laughs> I don't want to be a guy who's like you know what I love the surveillance state, but. Um, we can have the ability to have, um, you know, higher technology that's able to surveil and monitor what's happening at, uh, what's happening at the border. Um, so we could, we can see these things when they're happening and get to them and stop them. So do we run like, do we just take all of our TSA agents and ship them to the border? And I mean, run? they're not doing anything at the airport, so... <laughs> <laughs> Remember that weird test where ninety five percent of all the murder materials got through? Yeah, <laughs> they're not doing anything there. How about we just send them down to the border where they don't do anything there either? But you know what? But also that's, doesn't that's do anything what I there? hear. I hear you talking. You know, taking TSA type strategies. You know, of... oh, not, not not TSA, not 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 the humans. I'm talking about specifically the technology. Okay. Um, I, and I, I look. I'm a rube who gets drunk and does a podcast. I don't know specifics on what technologies that we have the capability of using. However, I do know that we have the um, sophistication and ability to further police the border without actually having some sort of big barrier that literally is just a symbol that you are other stay out. It we uh, we have the ability to have some sort of uh, technology that's able to um, surveil, see when things are happening. I. Uh, get people in the maybe uh maybe have people that are employed to uh get to that area when they when we're able to see that specific issue those specific issues happening but a wall isn't what it needs to be i I think there like there are different ways that you can go about policing the border without building a shrine of indifference i mean because that's what that's what a wall really is it's literally saying you need to stay out we we can't we can't parse the fact that we are we are a nation of immigrants that uh, has always promised that people if you come here you can come here for the opportunity you can being American is the best thing you can possibly do we can't entice people like that and then get pissy when they're here that makes no fucking sense you know what I mean yeah no I it's agree, a super dude. it's a super idealistic like bullshit way of looking at it but that's the way I look at it. 
Um, do I think that America is all that it can be? Absolutely not. I think no. we can do a lot better. But does an outsider who's in Guatemala, who is hiding from gang violence, see us as a fucking huge opportunity to change their life? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And they should have the ability to come here and come here and prove their worth to society. Yep. Like, when when the president had the, when we had this issue with the with the the issue, quote unquote, with the caravan. Yes. Those people were seeking asylum. The first rule, <laughs> the first rule in seeking asylum is arrive at the United States. But the president demagogued these people and said, these, these people are coming to invade America when they're just following the first fucking rule. They were, they didn't, they didn't talk about Fight Club. That's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> like this was crazy to me that he literally went on TV. Obviously, it's not crazy because it was an election year, and we already know that that's what he does when it comes to elections. It's the scary brown people are coming to get you. So he told all of these people, "This is happening. We need to make sure we don't let these people get in because some of them are ISIS and some of them are MS-13." It's like they're trying to not get murdered. <laughs> I think we should. I don't know reward people trying to make a better life for themselves and not get killed but you know what typically happens with those individuals that are seeking asylum they're coming here with next to nothing they usually end up in very low economic situations mm-hmm. in typically very gang-ridden areas you know and it's it's nothing it's not their fault I i'm not saying that's... i'm not saying they're the gangs i'm saying they end up in places like you know the slums of atlanta georgia or you know, the the slums of L.A. Oh, my God. Is there any more room in that in that cup there, Terrain? I'm just trying to make sure I get all of it. I, oh. I can see that. You know, and, and they end up there because they're coming with next to nothing, and they're going to where they can afford to live. And sadly, those places are typically ridden with drugs and violence. I'm not saying it's their individual fault. I'm saying they're coming to a similar situation and I think we need to do better as America to help change that. I have two things with that. One, I don't think that that's necessarily true. Okay. Um, I don't have. I don't, I've not seen any data that shows that that's where um, people who come over here end up. So they end up in in just the worst the the dregs of like the worst areas of society. Like I don't think I don't I don't think I've ever seen so, that. However, however. Okay. They did. They're they're trying to make a better life for themselves, mm-hmm. and they're se- they're looking at it in the sense of, do I want to get murdered down here because I am a target for murder, or do I want to go to another place where I can potentially start a better life? Is there a possibility I get murdered there? Yeah. Yes. However, there's a possibility that I turn my life around and I'm I'm able to live the you. American dream. I agree with you. I'm not saying that these individuals are the causes for you know the violence what i so shouldn't we deal with the causes of the violence then like what why yeah, are we that's, trying what, to, that's what i'm saying yeah like why are we trying to like what is the what is the point of dealing with these people when we can deal with the causes of the violence because that, another thing that is very important to know is um crimes by illegal immigrants um crimes by undocumented people they're not as high as the the crime rate with them is not as high as the crime rate with actual well, american citizens yeah 
because there's a ton of documented American citizens no, 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 committing no. crimes. It's not, it's not, it's not a numbers. It's not, it's not a numbers as in like, oh, they, they do it. More, there are more crimes by American citizens than there are. But it's, it's, it's uh, in perspective. Like, oh, okay, okay. Right. Like the crime rate for American citizens, um, they're, they're more likely to commit a crime if they are an American citizen than if they are an undocumented person. Because undocumented people come here and they're like, I need to mind my own business, do my thing, and make sure that I stay out of trouble. And American but, citizens are like, "Ooh, guns! This is fun!" Like, <laughs> we have a different we have a different attitudes. Guns are fun, I guess. It, you know, it's not fun getting, getting shot. shot. That's, yeah, not, no, that's you, not fun. It's not a fun thing. No, but going to the range and shooting is fun. Going to the range and shooting probably is fun. I've never done it. You've never done it. I have. I'm one of those weird liberals that's never shot a gun in my life. Man, that's odd. Is it odd? No, not at all. Because <laughs> um, I literally would just be like, what is this? How do I... I gotta go. We should go sometime. Listen, I'm not opposed to shooting a gun. I'm opposed to uh, people owning very high-powered guns. <laughs> Those, that's what I'm opposed to. It's funny you brought that up. Oh my goodness. Really? Let's do this. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I have no idea what's about to happen. I was about to say, geez, you're going deep on this. Um, I'm not. It, I, don't, I don't know what's about to happen. It's just that a majority of the you know gun violence that is caught and recorded is actually done with small caliber rifles. Um, a lot of what people are considering assault rifles are actually just semi-automatics with just like 22s, 308s, you know, small caliber bullets that you can go to Walmart and buy right now because they're not... That's Okay. It because it, high powered is you know designated by the amount of gunpowder and the size of the bullet. Uh-huh. You know, twenty twos are very very small bullets. They're typically for handguns. They're for you know shooting squirrels. They're actually one of the most common bullet sizes cartridges for most semi-automatic rifles that you can buy as an American citizen because the bullet is so small. The rate of fire is no faster than what the rate of fire is for a handgun, for instance. Mm. The the difference is the magazine size. That's yeah, that's which is a problem. The the there is a legal limit based, I think, by state. I don't think it's a federal thing. I think it's state ran. Um, <laughs> I bet it's for, fucking. For, I bet it's fucking state run. I bet Texas has the biggest one. For you instance, play, um, I, I don't know the exact number, but I know you can't have more than ten or twelve shots uh, in any. Um, magazine in the state of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. you know, and that's because well, squirrels are really quick, and if you're trying to shoot a squirrel, sometimes it takes about ten or twelve shots. It shouldn't. If it if it does, you should probably practice more because you suck. But <laughs> yeah, you hear that, yeah. hunters of PA? <laughs> if you can't shoot a squirrel in, I I think Kyle's saying if you're not if it takes you more than four, you're a pussy. I think that's what you said, right? Uh, after four, usually you lose it, and then you're just shooting because you're pissed off. Yeah, but... pussy, grow up. Sorry, go ahead. That's a very derogative term to, <laughs> to utilize pussy in a negative aspect. That's, I can't, That's yeah. actually very demonizing towards women. I don't think it is. Um, no? No, it is. But okay. <laughs> you're right. I need to hold myself to a higher standard. Like, I don't know, for example, the President of the United States. I need to. We're talking about you right now. I know we are. And I'm trying to say that I need to look up to my role models like the President. No, you're trying to, re- <laughs> you're trying to redirect and deflect. I'm not redirecting you. and deflecting. I'm saying that I need to look up to my role models like the President of the United States who I need to live up to the standards that he has set. And I think I need to live a life that is closer to... Uh, no, I, I can't keep doing that. That's gross. Anyway, yeah. Um, so let's, let's get back on topic. That was just a fun little... 
gun education. I actually do. I have a, well, since we're since we're talking guns for a okay. bit, um, what is your stance on uh, silencers? There's absolutely no need for an American citizen to own a silencer. But what if the deer hear you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I literally just watch I watch no. I watch like congressional Republicans make an argument for silencers and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about that is crazy they're, they're who are we goddamn James Bonding our veal now they're, this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy um yeah there's there is no need for an American citizen to to own a silencer I I personally only buy single shot rifles mm. you know because I believe that you should only need one shot to hit your mark. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. Because opportunity comes <laughs> once in a lifetime. Oh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Man. But, you know, if you need a silencer, it, that tells me that you need to dedicate more time to the craft. To worry, to, to learning about hunting. Yeah. And learning to, about shooting and climbing. To, to practice yeah. more about those skills. Um, now, I like my father, he does not use a single shot. You know, he, he uses a, a 30-30. Um, but even then, I don't think I've ever seen him get off more than two shots. Mm. There's just, you don't have enough time. Even if you shoot and hit a deer and it still runs, a silencer is not going to change the fact that it's going to run. Right, because you, you hit it with a bullet. If you hit it, if you hit near it, it's gonna a silencer out. also still gives off noise yeah, it does. that a deer is going to hear. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my stance. There's no there's no need for a silencer. Okay, that was interesting. I did I did I did uh, since we got on that topic, I kind of wanted to get into that because that that to me was fucking bananas. It, even in the in the sense of a home defense weapon, you know, let's say you have a handgun for home defense, why do you need a silencer? Because well, I don't want the burglar to know I'm shooting. If you him. are defending your home, you want as many people as possible to hear that gunfire so that they can be alarming the police. But Kyle, counterpoint. My neighbors are sleeping. Yeah, I'm, they don't, wake, I'm going to wake them up but because they don't, my life is in danger. But, but they have work in the morning, and they need that. They need that cool eight to get. You if, know, if I'm up, you're up. <laughs> that's that's where I'm standing on this. <laughs> if I'm up because someone broke into my home, I'm waking you up. That's fair. <laughs> See, I want to run for president and just say everything wrong. Where I'm just like, I think I do need a silencer to fucking to, to protect my house. Actually, how much C4 can I get? Because <laughs> I wanna... You know, you can buy Tannerite. Jesus Christmas. Which... No, 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 we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're, not... <laughs> uh, this isn't... we're not going to do an episode of the Anarchist Cookbook, my fucking podcast. <laughs> hey, do you guys know how to make pipe bombs? It's I... real easy. First you get... I'm just saying, if, if you... If you... Create a packet of how much baking soda and vinegar and you can, do you guys? If have? you shoot it, it makes a very cool explosion. Oh my god! So anyway, but you only do this at camps and in the mountains and to impress girls you like. <laughs> no, no, because it's just it's entertaining to watch things go boom sometimes anyway, when, it, when there's no danger. A wall can't stop a plane. No, a plane. <laughs> oh, with the visa. Okay. <laughs> My wall can stop a plane. Like, Are you aware? You're like, you know walls can definitely stop planes, right? <laughs> I just need you to say out loud that you know that walls, walls can stop Walls can stop They planes. can stop a plane. But we're not going to build one large enough to stop, you know, people showing up at LAX. So, <laughs> um, also, another, uh, another uh, thing that a wall can't stop is a tunnel. 
Oh. There are tunnels. Oh, yeah. No, we... That have been created (laughs) so that people could get... A wall's not going to stop a tunnel. There was so much build-up to that. I had no idea where you were going. I was thinking... I was hoping that you would say the word tunnel, but I didn't give you any... Not... You gave me Any indication that that was going to happen. No, I thought you were going to go to the point of swimming, like, on the golf. Holy shit. I didn't even... uh, uh, Well... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that. That said... Water, so um, <laughs> but but, but the, I, I think the, the the most important point of this is that the wall isn't stopping a lot of the illegal immigration no. that that the president says it's going to stop because that's not where the that's not where they're coming from. That's not where people are were are coming over in droves. That's not it. There aren't caravans of people sneaking in. You know, you know how. Usually, when you want to when you want to sneak into a country, what you do is you get one thousand of your closest friends <laughs> and then announce to that country, "Hey, we're on our way." <laughs> you don't do that. No, th- there are groups of what is it like four to ten that come at a time for safety reasons. But so, my question is: mm-hmm. Do you think that the president is using this? wedge issue this this issue that divides conservatives and liberals on the basis of possible racial animosity do you think that's possibly what he's going for that's a very thoughtful question that he was not expecting you to come up with today Shit gets that, real that sometimes. Went, wow. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. He had a lot of wine. I honestly thought he'd just chill the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> um What I what I think the president is using this for, I think A, he's using it as a political platform to rerun. Right, to launch his to launch his twenty twenty and and I then twenty twenty four and then twenty twenty eight. I'm kidding. I do not, at this moment, without looking more into it, think it is a, a racial wedge. You don't think it's race-based? How, uh, see, how, this how, is hard, often has he, how often has he uh, talked about the uh, Canadian border? Canadians don't want to come down here. No shit they don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> how, how often um, has he no, talked no, about no, the I problem feel, that I, North Dakota's facing with all those... All those uh, those illegal Canadians popping over the border and um, give I don't know fucking cooking moose or whatever. No, what we're doing. we're illegally bringing, po- bringing poutine to fucking. Go- we're illegally going up there to get cheaper medication. Right, that's know? weird. It's <laughs> almost like we should have a better system down here or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. I it's it's hard to. I will say I don't think that's the the main driving force. Do I think it's highly? Do I think it's possible that that's in there? Yeah, I do. What do you think his main driving force is? While well, you think about it, let yeah. me say this. Okay. I think the president has made it very clear from from start of campaign to now that this has been an issue with him, um, and it tends to be. One specific area, it tends to be that he, for example, he launched his campaign by coming down his golden escalator in Trump Tower and saying Mexicans are sending rapists and murderers here. 
he has continued to uh, go after illegal immigrants with the fervor of a thousand sons um, when he only specifies that it's one, one area that they're showing up when the data shows that they're coming from a lot of different places. We also have the report of him talking about shithole countries that we don't want people coming <laughs> people coming from to be in America. Like this is I forgot this about is, that one. This is a it's not, it's hard I, to forget I about forgot, when the president's super racist all the time. Like he does this. This isn't I, I I just I don't think it's as hard as like I think that maybe and I'm trying to give you the BOTD here. Benefit of the doubt. I, I'm aware. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like you, I'm hoping at least that you're just like, I'm trying to find the good in everybody. Well, and I, that's I think what I that, do. And you and know I that. Think that. And I think that this guy, even though he's a garbage monster from hell, who definitely is the worst, I think he's got some good intentions. I think that I don't. I don't think there's good intentions here. I, I will. I will say that I do not. So wait, you don't think that he's actually trying to combat illegal, illegal immigration? Do you think that he's just I, using this as an issue to further his political platform? Mostly. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. Mostly. No way. Um, what? To answer your previous question, I do not think it's a race thing with him. I think he is utilizing the race thing with everyone else. So, so it's not a race. Like, he's not doing it based on race. He's hoping that his supporters, correct, who have racial issues, that's what I'm thinking. are going to. Okay, that's. I think that's more realistic. That's also more cynical. That's I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. If it's more realistic, it's also horrible. Uh-huh. Where he's like, yeah, no, I'm listen. I don't care one way or another. But I know these rubes really hate brown people. <laughs> and I'm going to make sure that they're up in arms and they're voting for me again because we're going to build the wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. By the way, Mexico works at the Pentagon now, so stop asking questions about it. Uh, <laughs> he he hurts my senses. Yeah, I think that, that would be... A- I think that would be my a majority of my thoughts at this yeah. current moment. Do you know the um, conservative writer and uh, I want to say ghost of Christmas future that comes to life, Ann Coulter? Um, oh, the name sounds familiar, but I'm not. I'm not versed in. You shouldn't be. But okay. <laughs> Ann Coulter is a is a is a. Uh, Firebrand conservative mm-hmm. who just kind of says some of the worst things on earth. Yeah, it's and like has a, an extremist view. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, but and I, I think you've been on this podcast where I have said that the president has made me be on the side of some of the people that I don't want to be on the side of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you saw when the, I was sorry you were there when I had to side with LeBron James, which was gross. <laughs> He's a great guy. I hate him as a basketball player because he played for Cleveland. Um, but I had to be on the side of LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. I had to be on the side of the Philadelphia yes, Eagles. I, and I, I now have to be on the goddamn side of Ann Coulter. Do you know how hard this is? I'm a liberal, Kyle. I'm a liberal's liberal. I never would have guessed. I now... <laughs> I now have to be on the side of Ann Coulter who called out the president who said... She said that his uh, his state declaring the state of emergency was literally just him trying to shore up um, his base for 2020. And I'm like, fuck. 
She's absolutely right. <laughs> I hate that. Now, she's upset because he didn't unilaterally kill everyone and build this wall and nuke Mexico or whatever. So oh. that's what she's upset about. Right, okay. So I'm not all the way on her side. She's got one good point. She did call out the president for specifically what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Other than that, she is a horrible human being. Okay. Um, but I just don't like this. I don't like this situation. It's like every time you're here, I have to admit that I'm like, I, I have to side with this person I don't like. It's every, it's every time you're here. It's literally every time you're I, here. I just, I bring it. That's so, all. hear that? Ann Coulter, LeBron James, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh. Let's all go out for coffee or whatever, because fucking, my God, uh, existence is ridiculous. Anyway, let's move on to, I, I, I do want to touch on 2020. All right, we'll touch on 2020. We're going to touch on 2020 and then end on the topic you wanted to talk about. I wanted to at least bring it up, because it's it's a hot button right now. Well, it's a, it's a very important thing, yeah. and we're going to talk about it okay. right after we talk about 2020. Okay. So, so you haven't looked at the field of Democrats. Not at all. With working which, 60 which, hours a week... I got no time to look at anything. It makes sense you didn't look at the field of Democrats because nope. you are a Republican. Yeah. So it makes sense that you were like, why well, see other options? <laughs> I don't want to look at other options. I, I got my I got my choice. I think the president's been pretty Well, good. and with me being on the Republican side of things, you know, I have to wait until you guys give me a choice anyways. Not true. Well, if because I'm not switching. A Republican. I don't oh, I don't want to. Oh god. Um okay. You're, when you, you say you're not switching, you mean I'm not switching party affiliation. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> what you, would you think? I got, I'll talk about it in a second. Okay. So, um, former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld, mm-hmm. most notably known for being the guy that carried Gary Johnson in that 2016 election where he right. was the vice presidential candidate, is exploring a run for the Republican nomination for president. Interesting. So Bill Weld has formed an exploratory committee to challenge the sitting president, Donald Trump. Is this a serious challenge to the president? Probably not. Um, the, the only time you actually see a serious challenge, the most recent time you saw a serious challenge to a sitting president was back when Jimmy Carter ran for re-election mm-hmm. and was challenged by Ted Kennedy, yeah. also of Massachusetts. So... Hey, um, would there, and now with Bill Weld forming an exploratory committee, it's possible that might make some of the more, um, moderate, uh, not as crazy Republicans think about a run for president. Mm -hmm. So the question is, is there, are there people in that field, obviously you are a registered Republican, Mm -hmm. are there people in your party that you think you would like to challenge challenge the current sitting Republican president. I don't know if you know a lot about Bill Weld. Not not a whole lot from the, the little bit that I have looked. He seems like your kind of guy. Yeah, he is fiscally conservative. He is more in I line. Think he's socially liberal because he was a he was a Massachusetts governor. Right. He's not insane. That's a huge thing. <laughs> that's He's us- got that going That's for usually him. plus, but we need some kind of scandal. Uh, no, yeah, I, think a, we we, I think we've had we, enough. We have a good track record of scandals going on I here mean, lately. Indictment. Indictment. <laughs> indictment. Guilty plea. Um, guilty plea. Lying to Congress. Lying to federal investigators. <laughs> 
He hires the best people. Go ahead. I don't believe there's anyone that could realistically give the president a a run right now. As okay. much as much as I wish. But would there be someone that you want? Do you have any like? I don't. I, don't, I, I mean, I know I'm I'm a nerd, so I'm like ingrained in this political thinking where I'm like, mm, all these candidates, this would be cool. Do you have anyone specifically that you know of that would be someone that you would want to challenge the president? Well, I, I've i been a fan for quite a while, the Ohio governor, John Kasich. Kasich. Oh, yeah, he's super cool. He has some issues. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he... During the last election, he was the one I was leaning more towards based on the, the candidates that were available he to me. He seemed the most moderate. He, and he is. And that's that's more of where I am. But mm, ask, women's look, ask women's body I, how moderate. I said there are... <laughs> but, but, which, we'll get there later. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but, but he is, he is, um, in that field, he yeah. was one of the moderates. Yeah. He was someone who didn't seem like he was a political animal. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't... You know, doing this for for status or for any, he just seemed like a like a Republican who was trying to run for president. Yeah, you when you have people like cartoon characters like Marco Rubio, or like Chris Christie who murdered Marco Rubio, um, or the current president, or Jeb, God, please guys clap for me, please Bush. Like you have <laughs> you have these people, and then on the stage when you saw it, you're like, okay, John Kasich actually just seems like yeah. a. Like a like a press, he seemed the most presidential. He was, he was the most of presidential. any of those people. I agree. And that I mean, I don't like him still, but he did. Based on the candidates that we were given on the last election, he, he was the one I liked the most. Yeah. You know, and I still wish that would have happened. I'm I'm very intrigued to what would have transpired, mm-hmm. but I don't believe he at this point would have a legitimate chance. See, I think well, I don't think he has a chance. However, I do think that because of the because of Bill Weld running. Or having an exploratory committee is mm-hmm. politics for I'm going to run. I just need you guys to talk about it first before I actually launch. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people form an exploratory committee and then decide not to run. Mm-hmm. Bill Weld might because he was the libertarian uh, vice presidential candidate and that went nowhere. Yeah. Um, because the guy at the top of the ticket uh, had the what is Aleppo moment because he's a fucking idiot. Sorry, by the way, if you listen to this podcast and you're like, man, Gary Johnson would have made a great... Pre- Shut the fuck up. He doesn't know shit. <laughs> He's an idiot. He doesn't know a yeah. goddamn thing. Chris Matthews said, name a foreign leader you like. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he was like... He paused for like seven minutes. Bill Weld's like, I like this guy. And he's like, cool, but I didn't fucking ask you. <laughs> I'm like, it was gross. It was so sad. He should have been at the top of the second. <laughs> Gary Johnson's a fucking idiot. And the only reason he gets to be the Repub- the sorry the uh, libertarian nominee is because he was a Republican governor. Uh-huh. What? Real quick, this is a uh, <laughs> real okay. quick aside, and then I'm okay. gonna go back to what I was talking okay. about. Um, why is it that every libertarian seems to just be a washed up Republican? Ron Paul, yeah. washed up Republican from Texas. Mm-hmm. Gary Johnson, washed up Republican from New Mexico. Uh. Bill Weld. Washed up Republican from Massachusetts. Like, literally. It's just, they just seem to be like, oh, the Republicans don't want us anymore. And the We're going to like, this. Libertarians are like, we actually have a vacancy. 
That was. that sounds like that new uh, football league that just started. The AAF. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, hey, that's listen, exactly what it is. Hey, listen. First of all, Atlanta Legends until I die. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> secondly, you see Trent Richardson get those two touchdowns. Yes. Yeah, uh, like sixty yards, two three, touchdowns. Three in two games now. What? He played another game. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, three in two games. Dude's gonna light up the league MVP. I don't. Who cares? I mean, I don't. <laughs> but that the Libertarian Party is is that league. Like that's, that's it's yeah. all it's, the, that's the, what it is. They're the JV Republicans. Yeah, that's <laughs> they're the JV Republicans. They're like, man, we're gonna just do really great here, and maybe we'll get re-promoted. We're gonna get one of those big fish at some point. Yeah, maybe Romney will get over here. <laughs> 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 okay, so when it comes to twenty twenty Republicans, there are a lot of Republicans I don't like, mm-hmm. and then there are a lot of Republicans I detest horribly. We know. And then there are some Republicans that I loathe entirely. But there are some that I stomach. <laughs> and one of those Republicans, who will not run because he also is a spineless piece of shit who decided that he was going to sell his soul to the Trump campaign. Uh, so before he did that, John Huntsman from Utah would have been my guy. Really? John Huntsman is a guy who was a mild-mannered, normal not crazy individual. John Huntsman, I think, was a moderate for Utah. He, in my opinion, wasn't the worst Republican that I've ever laid eyes on. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Michelle Bachman. He wasn't Ted Cruz. And I know, I'm, I'm, it's like limbo, but I'm holding it seven feet high. But he wasn't the worst. Okay. I, I, I really. He had good relations with uh, President Barack Obama. I enjoyed John Huntsman. Uh, Then John Huntsman took the position of ambassador to Russia under the Trump campaign. Sorry, under the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is weird because of the, you know, criminal activity that's been going on there. Um, I thought that was pretty fucking crazy. So... If I had one that I wanted to challenge, it would probably be John Huntsman, but not anymore because John Huntsman's a fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> so then who would you have? None. None. N- of none. Just, none of them. Do you want, you want Trump to run again? I would... Okay. Now, here's That's the what you're telling me. Here's the problem. I said this last time. I'm like, oh my God, wouldn't it be so great? Wouldn't it be so great if they nominated Donald Trump? That would be the dumbest move they could ever make. I said, I bet my friend, as a joke, and we didn't follow through, and thank God we didn't because I would be poor right now. Uh, I bet him my next 13 paychecks (laughs) that Hillary Clinton would beat Donald Trump. I'm like, oh, please, give me this guy. He's the dumbest guy. Well, then Hillary Clinton went, you know what states don't exist? (laughs) Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'll go to the, collectively all three of those, I'll go there once. (laughs) And uh, here we are. So, but I I just, I don't think that any Democrat's going to fall for that this time. They're not going to fall in that trap. They're not going to underestimate President Trump. I I think that he's extremely beatable. His number I would hope so. You would hope so. Yeah, I don't don't think... so, I, I wasn't for President Trump to begin with. You know voted this. for President Trump. Based on the options that were given to me, yes. We talk about this every time. And my on. question here, now, I, I, yes, I know we talk about this every time, and I'm, I'm skipping that talk, though 
we have not talked about it nearly enough. Um, my question is, are there any Democrats that you've even heard of? Not not currently. That I haven't n- looked. None. No, okay. Out of who's running? Let me, no, throw, I let me throw some names out okay. for you. And these are people who are running or may run. Mm-hmm. Some some might not run. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start here. Just don't you just don't even bring up Bernie. Why? He's not. He's but, a non-starter for you. I I, just, I don't like him. It's just I don't social. like him either. However. He's the, I, I am never against crossing the aisle if I truly believe in the person's message. Bernie was not that person. What's the message that he's giving to you that you don't get? Because, listen, you are you are amongst friends. <laughs> I also don't like Bernie Sanders, but for like a completely different reason. Why don't you like him? Because he decided that he was going to tank the possibility oh, okay. of the first took votes fucking woman Got president. It. Yeah, you don't like I, I hate him so goddamn much it hurts. However, if he's my nominee, I love that guy. <laughs> I, think that, I think that he'd be a great president. Uh, I didn't. I just. I disagree with that. <laughs> what? What? What does he? What does he have? Um. That. What? What in his message is like not for you? Um. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to have free education. Our his ideas are overly idealistic. Okay. Um, it's not fiscally possible being a... To educate all people? N- no. So. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what the yeah. what, I, which I, part's difficult. I, I am a uh, <coughs> fiscal conservative. Right. Correct? That, that's something I highly identif- identify with. So Bernie's ideas for me is dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Okay. All across the board. Do I think that if... There wasn't a financial price tag attached to it. Would it be awesome? Yeah. Okay, but doesn't he... Okay. Republicans have been doing this thing where they... They're, we're, your guys are physical conservatives, right? We're, we're physically conservative. Not all of them. We care, about, we care about deficits. We care about the debt. Not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> In fact, seems yeah, like yeah, not I fucking know. any of them. <laughs> because you keep voting for these people, but they keep... Paying for they keep putting things on our fucking credit card and not actually paying for them. So my question is, why is it different when this person now? I think he has a I think he has a plan to pay for these things. It's called taxing wealthy people, so that Amazon's not only not paying fucking zero dollars in federal income tax. But why is it different when people say out loud that I want to I want to. Um, make sure that we all have met we all have medical care and we all have education why is it different when another side's like well i want to make sure that the military is funded uh but i'm also not i also don't have any fucking plans to pay for it like why is it every time someone's like we want to cut taxes which takes away revenue from the united states Mm -hmm. and they don't have any sort of plan to to fix to to make up for that revenue besides saying oh well businesses will make more money so we'll get more money nope (laughs) <laughs> like why? Why is that okay? But when someone says, "I want to do all these public works programs, and I want to make sure that um, Americans are clothed and fed and and taught," why is that different? Why is that a problem? Didn't say it was a problem. Why is that not something you're you're inclined to vote for? 
you see dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. But when, when, when Republicans say out loud, like, well, we want to strengthen up that military. We already have the, the most, strongest military. Strongest military. We have the highest spending more than the next, like, I, I don't remember the number. So I'm going to lowball it and say 14 co- uh, countries combined. But I think it's more than I that. I think it's more than that. It's definitely more than that. So why is it okay when they're like, we're going to do, we're going to put a bunch of money on this. But they're, once again, no one's paying for it. That's not fiscal conservatism. I agree. That, so I, I've I've had issues for a while now, but because nobody gets me. But but the thing is, why is it then? It's like okay, I have issues with with this specific stuff. I get that, I get that. We are like, I don't like getting stuff and not paying for it. Fair, but both you by your admission, both sides promise things that they're not paying for. So <laughs> yeah. So at this point, why are you not then like you know what? How about I go with the guy who's going to do things that actually benefit the populace? I, I would say if Bernie would have went further with it, I would have done a lot more research into him, and it would have been a consideration. What do you mean further with it? What else did he have to do? We're also going to kill and eat Jeff Bezos. For <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're to trick Howard Schultz with candy, get him in our, get him in our house. And then cook a stew out of them. Like what? It, what more do they there have to was do? There was no way Bernie was going to win, so I didn't even. What the fuck are you talking? Bernie wasn't not with Hillary also running. You you said that yourself. Oh my bad. Okay, let me backtrack. <laughs> I thought that, and I took my glasses off. I yeah, like, you guys so, are. <laughs> I'm, like, so I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? However, however, I thought you meant um, that he wasn't going to win in a general. You oh, meant no, no, I meant he wasn't going to win the primary. Right. Fine. That's fair. And if he he wasn't gonna win the primary, and if he would have won the she primary, she won. He lost. Get over it, Arista. Good. <laughs> Sometimes it, I name drop my friend. And I, I see that. And if he <laughs> if he would have won um, the primary there, there's there's a good chance I would have looked into him more. But you, at that point, there I had no reason. But you to. just said to me, uh, I'm, I'm not I'm never gonna right, right. No, right now I'm not because at this point why. Is it because he's 77 now? I don't know. I don't know. He looks like he's going to have a stroke on the podium. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, well, can't have that. We've got to have this fit president, Donald Trump, <laughs> who's also an elderly man, but only eats McDonald's every goddamn day. You know what he drinks? Diet Coke. Only when the government shut down. <laughs> no, no. That's what, he, that's what he feeds the Clemson football players. When the government, by the way, I did talk about this before. I know. Um, I know that did. meal was... Awesome. I don't care what anybody says. A, a lot of people were actually very... A lot of the players were, were fairly excited. Yeah, no shit they were. They're like, oh my god, can I eat as many fucking Big Macs as I they can? Were. This is a... The is offensive what, line's like, well, this is goddamn heaven. Yeah, you know, the offensive line Did I die? was so Did happy. I die? I'm pretty sure I'm dead. Because this is, this is what heaven is like. Um, so... Okay. So, 2020. So, so let's, so... let's look at what's... So, no, no, no Bernie for you. Fine. Not at this point, no. I mean, sure. I just, I, I agree. I also hate when people are trying to educate our youth. It's gross. Um, what? So let's let's go with. How about Joe Biden, former okay. Vice President Joe Biden, from uh, the state of Delaware? He takes the takes the Amtrak to work every day. He has the best memes ever. Oh my God, his Barack Obama memes <laughs> yeah, with wonderful. him with him and They're Obama. Wonderful. Oh my God, and he has the he's got that gaff ability that you love. Yeah. From the current president, mm-hmm. at least his gaffes are like less criminal and more like silly. Where he's like, 
saying to a woman, uh, sorry, saying to a man, he said, um, he said, your mother, he's talking about his mom, that person's mom, he's like, God rest her soul, and then someone's like, his mom's not dead, and she's like, he's not dead? She's not dead? Woo! And then he just kept going. <laughs> or like that photo where he had that biker sitting on his lap. He's a weird guy. He is a weird guy. He's a fun, weird guy. And I'm game to go for Joe Biden again. What about you? Without doing any initial research, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, I had nothing against Joe Biden. <laughs> no one did. <laughs> he, he was just the fun uncle. That's yeah. Like, hey guys, what's he, going on? But um, oh, Whoa, you saying that makes me a little more concerned. What do you mean? I wouldn't want any of my fun uncles listen, in the White House. I mean, I, I also, listen, I'm with you that sometimes fun uncles aren't great. Um, I also don't like that racist grandpa has the nuclear codes. So we've got to figure out a, a middle ground here. So I would agree. Let's switch it up. Let's go for someone young. Let's go for someone young and with no experience pretty much whatsoever besides being a mayor. And I'm not talking about me, <laughs> though I am running for president in 2020. Hashtag Myricks 2020. Um, uh, there is a governor, sorry, there is a mayor from in, from Indiana, South Bend, Indiana. Okay. Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, his name is Pete Buttigieg. He is... 35? No, 37. I think he's 37 years old. Wow. He is a, he is from Indiana, so he's from a red state. Uh-huh. However, he's a progressive. He would be uh-huh. the first gay president ever. Besides Lincoln, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, listen, Mr. Speed. Anyway, um, that's a that's a that's a possibility. Now, now it's it's coming from a it's coming from a red state. So you know that he probably has some conservative bona fides. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also is a progressive. He is young. We don't have to worry about whether or not he's going to die during <laughs> his term. That's cool. That is it's pretty always, cool. It's always a plus. That is pretty cool. We had that with the last president. It was pretty cool. Where I'm like, I don't think he's going to die. I'm, st- I'm so worried Trump might die while he's president. I mean, we all are. He's old. He's... His diet's not great. <laughs> People hate him. People hate him. No one's going to kill him. I don't think anyone's going to kill him. I, I Probably not. Mostly because we're like, God, I hate this guy, but I'm not going to put in the effort to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so so a young mayor, a young gay mayor yes. from a red state mm-hmm. is potentially running. Uh, yeah. No, he is he running. He is running. He's announced. He is running. I have not seen this. Ooh, you need to see. I've been... You're like, I'm working 60 hours a week. Listen. Uh, look, I, listen. I use my phone at work all the time. I, I do not. Oh. I'm driving most of the time. Yeah, use your phone while you're driving. Read news articles. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol is a pro news article and driving podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare drink behind yeah, that wheel. Yeah, don't drink behind the wheel. We're not pro-drinking and driving. We're pro you either listening to articles or just listening to this podcast and driving. That's fine. Um, one more I'll do. Um, let's see. Wait, that was it on the on the mayor? What, do you, what else do you want? I, I don't know. I thought there would be more. That, he's, that he's, intrigued me. He's a cool mayor. He's young. Look him up. I'm not, I'm not going to give you the profile of every fucking person that's, that's running. What, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Man. What, what's, the, hold on. For, for the viewers, what's his name again? Pete Buttigieg. Good luck spelling that. Good luck. Uh, I think the last name. I can't spell his last name. Um, but Pete Buttigieg. Uh, also, they're listeners. Oh, wait. I, oh, no. No. What? They, 
I definitely did not spell it right. It cannot find it at all on Google. What? You you Googled it and they're like, I don't even know. Uh, did not match any documents. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously, if you type in Pete B U. Oh, I did B O. B U is the first oh, one on Google. That yeah. Pops okay. I, I see it. Yeah. But yeah. That is not Buddha Judge. There's no way that's how you pronounce that. Buddha Judge. That's how you pronounce it. He's 37. All right, I'll save this for later. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Um, uh, so one more. Um, yeah. Now, I okay. I would go with. Uh, I would give you Kamala Harris. Um, Kamala Harris from uh, Senator from California, uh, black woman, uh, former Attorney General. Um, uh, she is fucking fierce, phenomenal, and she did a CNN town hall that was dope as shit. However. I'm going to give you the one that, jokingly, is my pick. Okay. This person was a former mayor of San Antonio. Okay. He then became the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development mm-hmm. under President Barack Obama. He also has an identical twin. <laughs> His name is Julian Castro. He is running for president. And I want you to think about it in this in this way his brother Joaquin Castro Mm -hmm. is a member of the House of Representatives so at any given moment it is possible that Julian Castro as the president would say hey we should have this bill and then (laughs) (laughs) he would then show up in the house of representatives masquerading as joaquin castro saying hey guys weirdly enough i wrote this bill let's all vote for this bill and then he votes for his own bill and then he shows back up in the white house and signs his bill he can parent trap us all yeah it sounds like a lot of effort i yeah it and don't you want your president to fucking put in <laughs> to put in all of the effort in the world to make sure that he's running every goddamn honestly, I'm just waiting for him to um <laughs> to For his other twin to show up. When his triplet shows up <laughs> and he appoints him as a fucking Supreme Court justice. <laughs> What's up? I'm Juan Castro. I'm like, God damn it, there's a third one? It, oh, it'd just be great. That's who I'm for, jokingly. Okay. Real life, I'm for Kamala Harris right now. Okay. But I can be swayed. I, but jokingly, that would be the best fucking presidency. <laughs> it would be the best. Um, so let's end it on a really lighthearted topic. <laughs> totally lighthearted. Crazy lighthearted, super fun. We all love it. Abortion. Abortion. Um, so yeah. T- so tell everyone what the most recent ruling is and what that means, well, and then let's talk. About there it. was a there was a ruling from um, Louisiana where mm-hmm. it was five four. Uh, they had so when the when the um, when Donald Trump uh, nominated and had confirmed Brett Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. the Republicans were pretty sure they were like. This close to turning over Roe v. Wade. So what they did was 
um, a bunch of a bunch of legal challenges to to existing laws that protected um, abortion. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't count on um, Chief Justice John Roberts being the weirdo of the group um, <laughs> and and uphold and upholding uh, laws that that exist. So sorry, they blocked the Louisiana law. Louisiana proposed a law, passed it. Um, and they blocked a law from Louisiana, let's see, according to the New York Times, I'm just pulling this up to make sure, that its opponents would say would leave the, uh, the state with a single doctor authorized to perform abortions. One in the entire state. Um, it was the latest development in the national legal fight over the fate of abortion law under a conservative-leading court. Um, so they knew we have the conservative, we have, this is a conservative court, mm-hmm. we're pretty sure we can get away with this. And they didn't in a weird way. No one saw that coming. Yeah. I, I, I don't see John Roberts as the moderate of the court. Um, but that is the role he seems to have to play now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all have to go, at least we liberals have to go, hey guys, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's okay, right? <laughs> you, guys, uh, you guys get that bubble wrap I sent you? Did you, uh, I don't know, wrap that bitch up in that, please? Um, so... Uh, uh, so, let's see. Uh, Louisiana's law, I'm going back to yep. the New York Times. Louisiana, Louisiana's law, which requires the doctors performing abortions, have admitting privileges at nearby hospitals enacted in 2014. But in recent days and weeks, there have been a flurry of new state, regu- uh, new state legislation that could prove important if the nation's highest court rules on more abortion-related cases. Uh, so, legislators currently are trying to limit, um, limit abortions Correct. Um, throughout the country. And, uh, we're not, that's not a, how, what do you, what is, what are your thoughts? Let's, let's go with you okay. first. And then. So my personal thoughts on abortion, you know, be, being, by the way, um, the irony is not lost on me that two men are about to talk about abortion right now. So no, no, so not everyone, at all. My... So let me just, everyone who's going to text me about this, I know this is fucking stupid. There should be a woman here. I agree. It, <laughs> but so, I think it's important to, to bring up. It's I hot know. right now. From the, for the, for the men aspect of it. Dudes. So, no, okay. for, I'm done. For, I'm for actually me, really done. Go ahead. For, for me personally, you know, coming from a, a religious background and being more of a conservative, I, I am pro-life. I would like to see every child have a chance to live. However, with that being said, it is unbelievable to me that we can create laws telling an individual what they can and cannot do with their pursuit of happiness. To me, that violates our basic constitution. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone has the right to pursue happiness. And if that means that you cannot or should not or will not have a child, you have the right to do that. It it makes me sad because there is potential of life there, but that's your choice and that's fine. And I, I would not judge someone based on that. So it seems like you're saying, uh, personally pro-life legislatively pro-choice. Absolutely. And the fact that I, I like, I'm, I'm happy to see this got blocked trying to limit it to one for the state. Mm-hmm. 
is ridiculous. And that is that is that is a Republican tactic that they have done in, in numerous areas. I'm aware where they try to make it so that listen. They make it. I'm not, I'm not telling you specifically. I'm telling the listener. No. <laughs> listen, and also if you just happen to learn these things right now, then good. But that I'm telling the listener. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Uh, Republicans have been doing that for for an incredibly long time. They're trying to uh, they try to legislate in order to uh, change rules or make regulations that come off as well. We're doing it in the best interest of the of the person and the mother and the and the family, but really they're doing it because of those religious reasons, which really should not be legislatively considered in the first place. I agree. To to me, it you know it violates the Constitution. That's what it comes down to to me is you know our constitution was written it says everyone has the right to of pursuit of happiness you know that was left vague on purpose you know how are you gonna mandate someone you know that they have to have this if if someone were to come by because we know we know how much you you love dogs you know i do love dogs I'm very scared of where this goes, but so, I do love dogs. Let, let's say someone showed up here with three St. Bernards, dropped them off on your porch, and left. And now, let's say the law says that, guess what? You're stuck with them. I mean... How are you financially going to be able to take care of three St. Bernards in this house? Can I just real quick? This is a weird... <laughs> I didn't see this coming as the argument... However, I would be fine with it. The wife of the pod wouldn't be too happy. Okay. Also, financially, uh, we'd be wrecked. Because I would be spending all of my money on these St. Bernards. (laughs) <laughs> my my point though yeah, you know yeah. it it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me well i think i think it's I, I i i don't necessarily i agree with you because of because of the issue itself not necessarily the reasoning behind it just because i feel like if we're talking about the vagueness of pursuit of happiness well my one thing that makes me really happy is when i get to you know kill and eat jeff bezos but it also <laughs> it also says as long as that does not infringe on anyone else's rights how do you know he doesn't love it how do you know that Jeff Because Bezos... you can't pursue happiness if you're dead. I mean, what if what makes him happy <laughs> is him becoming but... lamb chops for daddy. <laughs> anyway. But it... No, I, I, no I, I, I'm, I'm, I understand what you're saying. I, I more so am just like, I think that women deserve the autonomy over their own body. I agree. So I don't understand the, the idea that... Um, a bunch of Republican legislators legislators are going to go, um, no, we're pretty sure you need to do this because we said so. And they also have like, like this isn't the only, this, these aren't the only kind of thing. Like no, they I have know. like gag, they have like gag rules where um, they don't, they're not allowed to mention the option of uh, termination of a pregnancy or um, they have to, women are forced to go through uh, um unnecessary medical procedure before they do this. For example, when Virginia governor and criminal, <laughs> not, no, no, not Ralph Northam. That said, Virginia, oh, you guys got to get your shit together. But Virginia, Virginia governor and I guess pardoned criminal Bob McDonald, um, forced women to go through a vaginal, uh, ultrasound where they were forced to have something inserted in them, uh, before they were allowed to, uh, get an abortion. This this disgusting, mm-hmm. gross uh, violation of women is something that just happens constantly. 
and it is for religious purposes from people who sometimes, when they're faced with the same situation, find that they don't follow those specific religious principles. When it applies to them, it's different. And, and I, I recently had this conversation with my girlfriend, um, you know, and what if you know that happened to her? You know, and, and her beliefs are, you know, for pro-choice. Yeah. You know? Well, she, she's a progressive lady. I've talked to her. Yeah, oh, she's very so progressive. So she has, like, she's, like, not you. So, no, no. So she's... We're, we're very different on a lot of our political stances, and, and we had... Which is why I like her more than you. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> but, and, and we had, we had touched on this, and, and we had this type of conversation, you know, a, a very academic conversation about it. She says, and she brought up the point of, what if it's me? And that, I think everyone needs to ask themselves that question. What if it's me? Absolutely. Be- before they create a judgment on this. And I, my response to her was, I believe it would cause conflict between us. Because uh, it would cause conflict internally for on you. myself. However, she has the autonomy over Correct. her Correct. And, and I said it would be something I think we would have to really work through. Because it would be hard for me to accept that either way, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a this or that situation. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a very mature conversation to have with a with a well, with a significant other. We we try and be mature adults. I mean, most days it's you. So well, that, this is, this is a fair statement. <laughs> so no, but, but I, I think I think it's a very I think that's a very adult conversation that everyone needs to have, where they kind of have to think about it from the from the perspective of this is. Yes, this is an abstract issue that sometimes uh, that that at this point I have not had any in, uh, any interaction with. But what if I have to have that interaction? Yeah. And men and men and women need to think about this specifically, um, because I mean, look at if you look at some legislators who find that they get they get themselves into a pickle where they impregnate a mistress that they have, <laughs> um, and they pay or coerce that mistress into getting a uh, getting an abortion, though they are a Republican pro-life legislator and that comes out, suddenly the suddenly the tides have turned. <laughs> I would agree. I, I think it's good for relational development in general. Anyone in a serious relationship should be having com- tough conversations like this. Mm. It's important. So um, along with this, um, there was uproar about recent um, state laws that have been passed mm-hmm. um, regarding protecting the right to access of reproductive health care. Um, Governor, and we're going back to this New York Times article, by the way, um, it was written by um, Julia Jacobs and Matt Stevens. I wanted to make sure that I um, am not a dick and credit people, though... Uh, who gives a shit? They don't. They don't care. They don't. Care. I. <laughs> they don't care. I'm gonna tweet them and be like, "Hey guys, I mentioned you." They'd be like, "Stop talking to me." Um, um. So, uh, quote in New York. This is a quote from the from the article in New York. Governor Andrew M. Cuomo, who, uh, side note, uh, I think was at one point thinking of to run for the presidency, but he's so unpopular in New York <laughs> that I don't think he's actually gonna do it. Um, he he keeps winning big in New York, but that's only because they're like. Well, he's a Democrat, so... Yeah, we need <laughs> to keep him. He's the one. <laughs> um, uh, Andrew Cuomo signed the Republic, uh, sorry, the Re- Reproductive Health Act on January 22nd, the 46th anniversary of the Roe decision. Um, the new law permits abortion after the 24th week of pregnancy when there is, quote, an absence of fetal viability or the abortion is necessary to protect the patient's life or health. 
unquote. Um, Republic. Oh, sorry. Uh, and there was also um, uh, a law introduced by a Virginia lawmaker that. Uh, <laughs> listen, I know. Whenever we mentioned Virginia, we're like. Uh, this can't be good. Yeah. Um, but uh, that would also reduce uh, restrictions on late-term abortions to protect the mo- uh, the mother's health, um, and would decrease the number of phys- uh, sorry, and decrease the numbers of uh, physicians whose opinions were required to approve an abortion to one from three. Um, the bill was set aside in committee. So, one thing that did happen uh, as a backlash of that is that like the Democrats. Um, Democratic legislators are trying to make sure that women still have access to this health care that they need, mm-hmm. um, especially when they're the life of the human being that has the 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 uh, the uh, bundle of cells inside of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that life's pretty fucking important, yeah. and we want to make sure that we can protect that life. Republicans have turned this into an issue where it is. Democrats are trying to just straight, I don't know, kill and eat babies? I'm not sure if we're, I don't know about the eating part. I think I'm just thinking of Jeff Bezos. And yeah, I think you're just kind of stuck <laughs> on, on, are you hungry? No. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, they, this is this is an issue that they've that they, uh, chosen to take up. I mean, polling-wise, this isn't a good spot for them being. I know that that's a weird, like, weird turn to just talk about it in a political aspect, yeah. but that's what I do because I'm a nerd. Um, polling-wise, most people believe that women deserve the access to abortion rights. Like, they deserve the access to have that health care, that reproductive health care that they get sometimes. Um, sometimes uh, Republicans keep, like, they, they try this, they trot this line out where they say that Democrats are... Uh, uh, willing to allow abortion up to the ninth, the ninth month of conception, and we're like, that's that, that's birth. There's no abortion. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> they, they, well, well, pregnancy actually does go ten months. It does go ten months. You're right. Technically, that's actually true. That's absolutely true. So, and you just learned that right here on alcohol. A lot of people didn't don't know. That. I know that. And that's I did know that. I did know that it's ten months. Um, I just say nine so, months because so it's, it's not birth. All right, dickhead. Yeah, you're at- I'm, I'm just pointing out a fact. <laughs> I agree. I agreed, but you're still like, so it's not. Again, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're like, so you hear what you said? <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it's, I think that it's an issue that literally doesn't have to be. I agree. If you are morally opposed to it, that's okay. But you can't force that on others. Correct. Um, so, I don't know. Like, you're not, you're not losing rights by having this. It's a, it's, it's similar to, um, marriage equality. Mm-hmm. Where people have, like, this huge problem with it. It's like, you're not losing any rights. Don't get married to that person, then. People are just getting the same rights that you have. Yeah. So fucking relax. <laughs> like, yeah. take, I, I don't know. Take I, a deep breath, then close your blinds. Right. Right. I mean, if... If Rick Santorum could go on this podcast and tell me how the gay couple down the street has destroyed his marriage, I'd love to hear it. But um, he's too busy <laughs> being a fucking idiot on CNN. Um, <laughs> but, but like, I, 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 I think I'm, I'm really glad that like I don't think this has ever been. I don't think we talked about this on this podcast before. Um, I don't think anyone, I don't, anyone talked about this on this podcast before. Okay. And it's a it's a serious it's a very serious important yeah. issue because 
we shouldn't be making an issue about women's bodies. I agree. Like, that is their domain. Don't fucking touch that. I, like, don't, I do not want anyone coming in and telling me what I can and cannot do with my reproductive organs. Yeah. Like, why have we not forced vasectomy on yeah. a lot of people? Like, I no, don't come near me with a pair of scissors. We're going to have an issue. <laughs> is that? Rather than just, they just get a pair of scissors? I don't think that's exactly what it is. I think you heard the word snip, snip, and you're yeah, like... You, you haven't visited the, the Berwick ER, have you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to end it on that. By the way, there was one thing I wanted to mention at okay. the top that I never mentioned. Oh. Um, but when the president declared the state of emergency, yeah. within that statement... Now, he said the antithesis of what, he, of what he was saying. So he said the complete opposite of what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Could you guess what the, what the, what the sentence... I'm thinking of is. No, I... He said, I don't have to do this now. <laughs> you know how emergencies are. <laughs> I, I do remember him saying that. I don't I don't have to do this now, but, but it needs done. So I guess it's an emergency. Yeah. I mean, you know, most emergencies, you don't have to worry about it at that, at that point. Um, Thank you so much for... This has been the most... I don't know agreeable one we've had probably that's weird uh, probably next time we're gonna the the subjects that, that came up were blatant enough that we can be on the same page me as a, a moderate conservative gross <laughs> sorry uh moderate conservatism is cool i get it listen you love you love uh social rights mm-hmm. for people i do also Want to make sure that corporations can make stay rich as fuck. You have you haven't even once thought about eating Jeff Bezos, did you? <laughs> We're gonna end it on that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Um, Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank that's oof, no one says that. Um, Kyle Coleman. Thank you for being here. Um, I am Terrain Myers. Please stay tuned uh, for our next episode, uh, which I've never said. This is weird. I'm gonna end this now. Um, cheers. <laughs>